Extreme PC UK. Hi and welcome to Podcast 5 of Extreme PC UK. Today is the 30th of July 2015 and I'm your host Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK on Steam. And today joining me is... Hello, Mythical Gamers. Coming up on today's show we're going to be talking about a little bit of XCOM multiplayer, um, a little bit about Train Fever and we've got lots and lots of community questions which is probably going to be the biggest portion of the podcast. So we'll see how it goes. Again it's just me and young Jesmond here, just the two of us. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes now we get on. Right, on to news. The um, first bit of news I come across, as you all know, we uh, talked a bit about Windows 10 last week, and we've all been sitting here waiting, and nothing's arrived. I know you haven't got your key yet, have you, Jez? Uh, no, I haven't, no. No? I haven't got my key either. So, uh, until we do get our keys, we're not going to be able to uh, tell you much about it. If any of you... Uh, out there is enjoying it let us know send us some questions about it and how you're getting along and stuff that's all we can really say about it at the moment until we till it turns up do you know how does it work i've got the pop-up but i just haven't had it says like reserve your copy and all that but it said oh you should be able to download it from such and such i know they're rolling out to businesses first but i really really expected it to be here you know or to be able to select it and download it if i wanted to Dude, the launch of anything nowadays is just <laughs> never really the launch. <laughs> it's just, it's just like we're gonna release it today, but you're most you're gonna get it like two weeks later or a couple of days later. Like yeah, just, everything. Uh, well, the way I'm looking at it is, I'm gonna um, leave it until Saturday. Well, yeah, what Saturday and Sunday, and then I'm gonna get the whole day. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna download it. And once it's all up and running, I'm going to clear my computer off, take all the good stuff off I need to, refresh the whole computer, get some media down, and then I'm going to reinstall the whole thing completely fresh. I think that's what you should do as well, Jez. Yes, that's definitely. Try and clean out my system. Try. <laughs> Try. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, you know, you, you with these type of updates, you kind of need a fresh system anyway, you know. To make yeah. sure everything's running smooth, make sure you don't have any, for your sake, Windows 8 stuff lurking around and whatnot. Yeah, well, I find it's, it's just, see, that's another thing. I just find it's going to be so much nicer to have it fresh and clean from day one. Do a system backup on day one when it's all clean, you know, and then when you come to getting problems in the future, when you've downloaded a million different things off the internet, you know, you can always go back and just refresh it. That's what I find. Yeah, yeah, well, you have got so many hard drives, you're fine with that. <laughs> yeah i just unplug all my hard drives and then just wipe windows like i keep saying to people get a couple of ssds even if they're only 120 gigs get your windows on one of them get your steam on the other and then get your hard drive with all your photos and all that on and that way when you do get an issue you unplug the two hard drives wipe windows reinstall it onto the, the ssd there you go you're done it's all back on there just put your icons back on i don't know if you've done that before jess mm, no. i bet your computer's blocked up from day one Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, my computer. <laughs> <laughs> when when I got this computer, I didn't know much about PCs. I just wanted the best of the best at the time. Yeah, I, I wish I kind of did some research now into this stuff. That's <laughs> <laughs> the same as that everybody does, I think. Yeah, but yeah, you um, yeah, find out other, it's too late. Yeah, my other bit of news is only a little bit of news is that I've just uh, come across a couple of good games that are on Steam. If you're listening to this podcast in the future, this will be the 31st of July weekend that they're on sale for the whole weekend. So if you see here this buy like straight away, you can still have a look, see if they're around. But there's Bioshock Infinite, which I find was a really, really good game. Really got involved in that, which is normally 19.99 and it's down to 4.99. So that's a good bit of bargain in there. Bioshock Infinite's that cheap? Yeah, it's been. I think it's been cheaper before, but it's very, very rarely. You know, I know the Steam. The Steam sales used to be 
really you'd get the summer sale and the winter sale wouldn't you yeah and the games it. used to be amazing man you'd get like yeah. you'd buy stock up with games they'd last you for for like a year but i've noticed they're getting poorer and poorer with with the prices they're going down the percentages you know but yeah there's um bioshock infinite for 4.99 which which is worth a look and there's also as you know civilization 5 which is what we play multiplayer you can play it over email so if you're in an office and you're doing a little sneaky one you can all like <laughs> You can all like have a game, send it on to the next guy, and then it goes round on emails. That's nineteen ninety nine, but down to four ninety nine as well. Actually, saying that, there's a lot of games on Steam that are cheap, like Borderlands Game of the Year, the original one. That's only four pound ninety nine. That used to be twenty quid. Is it? I didn't yeah. see that. I saw yeah. the pre sequel. I think the pre sequel's down to nine ninety nine. Yeah. Which is the newest one? Yeah. Something good for you truckers out there. Euro truck is only £5.9p. Do you know what? I saw that and I thought I'm purposely not going to do that because Jez is going to go right into one when I tell him. <laughs> but yeah, how much is that? Are you looking at it right now? Yeah, £5.09. Oh, no, no, no. That's too much. Is that for the whole the whole lot? No, that's just a, for the, the basic one, man. The basic one's normally like £2 on sale. I know, that's actually not that's actually quite bad sale there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> going on there, guys. <laughs> Did you hear yeah, about that, um, that one's not good. No, no. Some something about Steam sales actually, just quickly there. You know when GTA did their their sale when it was the summer sale? Yeah. They actually bumped up the price of GTA five to I think it was like seventy pound and then dropped it back down to fifty. But in brackets pretending that it was like you get money off when you don't that's what a lot of shops do what they do is they will in the shop say your your average woman's dress is 30 quid yeah what they'll do is it'll be 30 quid but what they'll do is they'll put the, in for the sales they'll put it up by a tenner and then take a, like so much off it so you think you're getting a good deal but you're not yeah but the that's, thing is they they back they to the cheese they... spread chat it is man <laughs> from last week oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, you're, you think you're gonna get a load for it but you get hardly anything but that's yeah. but but the way that GTA done it, they literally just put to, in the same day, put it up to seventy five quid, and then were like to Steam, yeah, discount it off the exact amount, so it yeah. ends up did being really the original do that price on, with GTA. Yeah, they did that. Yeah, I can't see them getting away with that, man. That's that's some hard dude, stuff. They going didn't, on right there. Dude, the amount of heat and the stuff that went flying at them for doing that. Yeah, <laughs> they 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 released like an official statement and stuff saying it was something to do with the cards. You know, the you get like you can pay for your cash in game, like with real cash. Yeah, I do like the cards. We should talk a little bit about the cards actually. Um, Jez has only just if you if you're on Steam and like you really enjoy your uh, your Steam XP score, which a lot of people don't even get interested in at all, do they? Oh, um, the badges. Yeah, the badges, and like you've got XP and your Steam profile basically. Um, on your Steam profile. You get a number. The more things you do, the more games you play, the more cards you get. You your your score goes up and up and up. And some people compete for this by buying every single game on you, on Steam they can when they first come out. But yeah, I, I showed I talked to Jez about it the other day. He didn't understand what the Steam trading cards are. Now basically, what you can do is every game you play, you can get so many cards that you can unlock. So say you're playing XCOM and you can unlock there's eight cards say, and you can unlock four of them cards by playing the game. You need to get the other four. Now, when you what you do is the four you get. Say you've got a game you don't like, which is what I do. I get the four cards that a game I don't like, and I will trade them with people through my Steam friends for the ones that I need. So, say I gather up my eight XCOM cards, and then with the eight XCOM cards, you press a button, and they all swirl around in a circle and gather up together, and it gives you free items. So it will give you like how do you say it? is it an emoji? Is that what it's called, Jez? 
emoji emoji for your yeah it's for like, your chat you get a yeah, picture like for whatever game it is yeah so in your chat on steam you can talk to people and put your little different pictures in you get like a background and you also get a discount so sometimes you get some good ones which are like 50 percent off a decent game and sometimes they're really crap yeah and then you just <laughs> trade them with other people again um, yeah, that, that 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 really crap one comes up a lot. I think I got one which was ninety percent off, right? And the the game was like hugely negative, and I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm not paying for that anyway. It's, yeah, but that's I why think, you trade it for another card. Yeah, but you have to wait seven days. Why but you, you can't actually days? you can't actually trade the percentage off to people. It's actually got a valid date. So I got one here which is Fox and Flock, which is valid until the seventh. Can you not trade them? I thought you could trade them. Nope. What do I do with mine then? I must just give them all away to people. No, you can't give them away. They're not tradable. I've, I promise you, I've given them, either given them away or I've traded them before. Oh, you can trade them. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, but you can't, like, sell them. Yeah, but you can trade them. Yeah. So yeah, I can yeah. send it to you. You're not knowing, you don't know what it is. You're like, oh, that looks good. I'll swap that. Here come my cards. And there goes your... Uh... You for a crap game. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, now, getting yeah. back to it. On your Steam profile, a lot of people don't even do their Steam profile. I don't know if you've done yours yet, Jez, but you can have like a picture in the background and you can have all different information on it. Now, if you've got a basic Steam Steam profile, it's pretty boring. But every 10 levels that you XP, you go up on, on your Steam like number for the XP, you can, they give you, they open up a new new thing. So like one of the ones I've recently opened up, I think it's level 25 or 20, I think it's 20 or 25. I think you're level 25. Yeah, um, so it's level 20 I got it at. And basically, it gives me a box, and I can choose what I want in that box, and it shows like all of my best groups, which I put my group in there. It's yeah, in PC that. UK, so you all know. And uh, yeah, so it is actually worth it. But what I find I do is just every well, time I buy games on Steam, say I've got 50p left on there, there's no good games for 50p, so I just go and smash as many of the cards as I can for the games I want. That's what I do. It's, it's good for Steam, really, because they're earning money out of this, like 6, 7p each card. Yeah, they do. And the Very thing clever. Is... The the thing is, yeah, when I got it and Nick was explaining to me, I had no idea what was going on. And then I realised what it was <laughs> on about. And I shouldn't say this because someone sitting next to me who might kill me. I've spent about 20 quid. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. The thing is, you said you've got like 40 pages of cards. I did. I did. And I did them all. But none of them is like 40 of like, well, not 40, but like like 10 of the same card. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy. What, what I do now is, yeah, I saw that I had armour. So I'm like, okay, I leveled up armor once. And I was thinking, oh, you can only level yeah, you can up level one up time. Like three you could, times. You can level everything up five times. Oh, okay. It's different for different games, I think. Um, no, from, from what I've been doing, they're all five levels. Really? Yeah. So for, let's say, armor three, all right? I bought, I, I didn't know this for armor three. So I, I bought like one of all, realized that, oh, I can level it up again. So I bought, I think I bought seven of each card so i've now got really like, two spare yeah i've got two spare of every single card so i've got two slammers i've got two hunters so and, so and, so and the thing is i can't sell them until tomorrow actually yeah but you can turn them into gems but with gems you yeah, can no, no, like, no, get no, trading no, card no. packs but it's not I worth didn't get it that. man yeah but anyone out there in the community if you've got these cards and you want to trade them with us just let us know if we're in us get on our steam group add us as friends um, I'm Extreme PC UK. He's uh, mythical, and uh, basically we, we're we're happy to trade whatever we've got if we don't use them ourselves. Yeah, get their XP levels up. What level are you now, then, Jez? Do you know? Twenty-two. Really? 
get in. Oh, you just try to get in front of me. I am actually. <laughs> There's going to be a wall. That's 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 the thing. I want to get in front of you there, just because you're like. <laughs> I was looking at your friends, and I'm thinking, Nick's level 25. What is going on? And then I was, I looked at me because I got as well. I'm, like, I'm not even on the friends leaderboard, so I'm like, okay, I've got to change this. So have you so sorted just... your profile? What do you mean, like well, you... my? Yeah. Have you sorted your profile out now? You've got a picture on there and all some bits and pieces on there. Yeah, I've or... got the picture of my cute little dinosaur. And then I've got, like, my favourite game, which I've done is Tom Clancy Rainbow Six Vegas 2. And, because uh, I love that Hold game. Hold on, let's rewind. Did you say your favourite game? I did. So Fallout's not your favourite game? Uh... Right, you're going to another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the... yeah, but it's different things, isn't it? Like, Fallout's yeah, good, no, it is but too. the first person shooting is just so bad. Do you know what? There must be so many people on it that go, that Nick, man, he talks, and every single week he says, yeah, my favourite game of all time is this. <laughs> it's like XCOM, Borderlands, Fallout. Yeah, what are you doing? You should go out and have Transport Tycoon. There's all different ones. They're all my favourite games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now I do really love Fallout the most, man. That, that is, open that world, is a game. man. Just so open world. <laughs> but right, shall we uh, crack on to our games that we've been playing? Go on, Which, then. to be honest with everybody... There's not actually a lot. We haven't really done a lot because Jez got a new job this week. So he's been uh, getting early nights. He's changed his routine from staying awake all night and being nocturnal to going to bed really early. And making um, so the money. Making the money. <laughs> Cha-ting! So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we haven't been playing a lot. And I've been doing a bit on my website and stuff. Uh, if you want to check it out, extremepcuk.co.uk. It's still under, still under like being built, but we're getting there slowly. I'm very busy man playing games. Yeah, <laughs> games are like priority, and it's like website. It's really website should be above. Yeah, but it just know, doesn't happen. Anyone that's been following me for a long time, the website has been in that state for a long time. I've just done the, <laughs> the, the community page; it's just about finished. It's just getting onto the rest of the stuff because at the end of the day, we also um, build computers and upgrade them and do a lot of other work like that. So if you need any uh, any quotes or anything, pretty pretty good prices, pretty competitive. So uh, have a look. Competitive. That's a brand new word. <laughs> Just for extreme, you should put that at the top of your title. Competitive, um, competitive prices. Every, you know what? Every week, one of us always messes up some kind of words. Man, of course, it's the pressure. Right. Yeah. So anyway, getting back to the games this week, mainly I was playing Far Cry Four. We did a lot about it last week, so I won't go into a lot of detail about it. I've started. Just, I found just, out. Go on, go on, go on, go on. I was going to say Far Cry Four. You can get over there using your grapple. Over where to the other side? Yeah. You can't. <laughs> right, this is, let me give a bit of a, an, an explanation to what we're talking about. Right, basically, I played Far Cry 4, I got right into it, and as you know, last week I said that I didn't really do a lot of missions. I think I'd done two missions, but then I went around unlocking all the towns, liberating all the towns, doing all the side missions, like the hunting and everything. I got all of that stuff done, and I came to a brick wall, where halfway through, the half the map's unlocked, everything's showing on the map, apart from the north side. Now, when you get up to the top of the map, there's a big, big main bridge. It's a massive, big concrete bridge. It's got all snipers on it and all sorts of people on this bridge. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jez seems to reckon you can get across this bridge. You can't because it says going out of bounds. Even if you cross the bridge, Jez, it goes going out of bounds. What it is, the reason why you can do it is because you've already done the missions. Because you've you know completed why? the game. Because I'm good at that. Oh, here we go. I'm yeah. good at these games, man. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's because he's completed the missions. Now, i only done two missions, so this week I've spent, rather than just going around doing all the side missions, I've spent most of the time catching up on missions, which, you know, the storyline on that game has, has opened up a lot more. I've started to get with these two guys that do a lot of drugs and that, and they you go into this magical world, like, what's it called? Shrang, Shrang, 
Shangri-La or something. It's yeah, Shangri-La. That's the, the the two guys. Are they the two that you found at your dad's house? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Billy and Bobby or something, or Luigi and Larry or something. I can't yeah, remember. The two and they're names. working for the girl, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're like two like little scatty blokes. That are... <laughs> <laughs> Funny, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> that was the perfect word for them. Yeah, but perfect, yeah, they dude. get you up to all sorts of things. And I found that. Yeah, I've started doing the, the, the missions, and there's, there is actually a really, really good storyline behind it, but I'm still still focusing on getting to this bridge to get over to the north side. Once I get to the north side of the bridge, I will probably continue on just clearing everything out, doing, like, the yeah. fortresses, doing all the other bits, and, uh, yeah. Something, cracking something, on. something that I want to add in. Oh, hold Nick. on. Captain Warden in chat just said that uh, it's Yogi and Reggie. Very good. They're the ones. <laughs> <laughs> something i want to add into that okay nick was having problems with taking over a stronghold so he invited me in and how quickly did we do the stronghold might i add after you couldn't complete it <laughs> yeah i couldn't complete it but i did it <laughs> do you know what jez came into my game because we managed to get jez in it was only matt that couldn't get in and pretty much we crept up he had a bow and arrow i cleaned out the whole place jumped on the roof cleaned it out and it was just done i think it was pure luck to be honest with you and jez was no, just man, like it's i was there it's because Did i'm you... here i had so many kills on that i was literally with my bow like ting 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 like, <laughs> you know you know in the uh, japanese movies when it's all like silent like whoop. yeah <laughs> that's what like was happening man. where their lips like move really fast and you hear you have stolen the japanese technology (laughs) (laughs) it's like just the lips are moving totally out of sync it's perfect (laughs) they're funny though (laughs) the old drunken master days i don't know if you've ever seen that no no old uh, kung fu films but anyway yeah so got onto far cry 4 again been playing that mostly and working through the story missions and getting to the other side of the map but that is a game i'm going to be carrying on with and uh next game me and Jez have been talking about XCOM. We also spoke about how we was both doing a single player at the same time over our streams, but we sort of gave up with that. Um, sort of got left behind a bit on a back burner. But what we did try, we had a little conversation about about us doing the multiplayer. I thought it was all right. I quite enjoyed it. I like slow games where you can think about what you're going to do. It's, it's a bit like about XCOM, but like a game of chess, I'd say. What did yeah. you say, Jez? You didn't like it so much, did you? But the thing is, it's all right, but it was so, like, you can't choose to go against each other. Like, you, like you can, but it's just so, I don't know, man. Like, you, when, when we went against each other, you set your limit to, like, a thousand score. Or was it a thousand? Sorry? Was it ten, was, what was our score limit? Was it, was, it 10,000 um, or a thousand? It was 10,000, but you went yeah. on something like 50,000 and came to me. Yeah, our first game cheated. we played, all right, Nick was good. He, he kept to his score level. He kept to his score level. Whilst I just made the best of the best and just hammered him. And he was like, how are you doing this? And I'm just like, you know, skills. <laughs> <laughs> but our second game, all right. Now, this is when stuff got a bit difficult and different. So I went down the alien route and Nick went down the route of... The mechs. A, a, a little girl. A little girl? A little girl and a huge mech trooper, all right. And I <laughs> went with four invisible strangling the worst things ever because if you get them when you're playing a storyline they just annihilate you if you leave someone by themselves but i I thought it'd be like the same thing not realizing that you can't strangle a mech hold on one minute though you said to me though you'd never played it before you don't know how it works and you're just going to randomly play it you never randomly played that because you knew exactly what you was getting yourself into there what do you mean with them strangler things oh the strangler things yeah they're like like drones yeah well i play single player and I, I completely single player, 
but not multiplayer. Cause... Maybe this is why you're so much better at games because your mind just functions like a little computer, you weirdo. <laughs> yeah, I, I got, I got, I, I got that new Intel chip in my head, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we went against each other, and I had like one like um, what's what's the enemy alien race that like on Earth, but they look like fish people. They look like fish people. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They're like they're, they're... Aerofall. Uh, I can't remember how you say it. Yes, they, I had. I, let's go with Airfall. I had, I had an Airfall, yeah, with me. Guy, Airfall. Who, who does like one damage? And I was thinking, call him oh, Bill. he can do loads. But no, he does one damage. So I set him to like distract Nick's big mech guy, which which actually worked. I was surprised that that distracted you, Nick. So I was like, yeah, okay. And I'm gonna sneak my little my little invisible guy, invisible guy to go take out Nick's like small little girl person. She wasn't small. She's in a massive suit. Was she? Oh, okay. She was like she, a big she Oh no, she was. Sorry, that was the. I'm thinking of the yeah, mech. This is this is Tilly, mate. This is Tilly. Yeah. About here. Yeah. So, just so I, you I went... all know. Hold on. So you all know. <laughs> I like to name people bad, in my games after my kids and like my misses and things like that. So <laughs> I named her after my little girl that's that's three years old, Tilly, and uh, Jez murdered her. He strangled her, the bastard. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, because you saved her. Oh, yeah. No, but no, I did kill her. her. No, instead. I did kill her actually. No, never mind. I did kill her. So basically, I started strangling her, and Nick was like, "Hmm, well, what am I gonna do? Am I gonna risk it, or am I gonna go save Tilly? No, no, save her." And he realised that he named her Tilly. He was like, "Oh, now I've got to go save Tilly." <laughs> so he had no choice. We had to go like waste the move to go up there, and then he saved Tilly by killing one of my other invisible guys, which I was kind of annoyed at because he was far away, but you still killed him with an AOE attack. <laughs> So I had like one guy left. So I was like, okay. And then you went off to go attack my my human guy. All right. And I strangled her again. And then you came back and just annihilated that thing. Annihilated that little guy with like an epic punch, wasn't it? Yeah. That's what I was about to say. Now, I, Jez was like, come on, hurry up, come on up. So I just randomly selected my things and get my 10,000 points as quick as possible. So I thought, (laughs) I'll go for a mech. It's not until I actually get into the fight and I'm already in a building thinking, right, just round this corner, I've got cover, round this corner, I'm going to pop out with a massive gun and shoot him. And what happens? I pop out, and I've got that bloody punch thing. <laughs> you know, where you've is got like a... Is, like that, a is that why you punch me all the time? Yeah, it's like a kinetic punch or something. So like you've got a giant <laughs> fist, and the one punch can kill you, but you've got to be, obviously, in close range. I'm going to shoot, motherfucker. Oh, no, I couldn't punch yeah. you. <laughs> and then you come along with all these floating things that can just float miles around the map, so I couldn't catch up with you. Yeah, so basically Nick came around the corner, punched my guy, and one guy left, and you can set them into fly mode. So I, I flew him high up, and I just I did the same block as Nick, but flying, and the amount of times he missed my guy. Yeah, it just went on shoot. for about, it must have been at least 20 moves where I'm, because my guy, even though he's got the big kinetic fist, he's also got a gun. It's not a brilliant gun, but it was it was like, adequate. And so he's gone up in the air like four, you know, you can go up like different heights. It's like level four, like of the roof. Now, he's gone up there in the middle of the air flying around. And so I'm taking my turn, randomly shooting up. And everybody that knows XCOM is really bad for percentages on, on aiming. <laughs> it might say 99, but it isn't 99. <laughs> it says 99, but you're still going to miss. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I keep firing at him. He keeps moving around, but I keep firing at him. And then Jez is like, this is really boring, Nick. I don't know how long I can take it. I was like, well, I'm quite enjoying it. You know? And I think it was just a, a difference in, in gaming. Like You're a bit more... Uh, fast pace than I am but I, I quite enjoyed it and I, I was looking forward to going back doing the ranked matches and getting up the leagues but I noticed on the leagues a lot of score people would put their name in as league doesn't work 
So I don't think their um, actual tables in the leagues actually work properly. Uh, I think the game's a bit old for that now. But you know what? I like them sort of games. You know, the only bad problem about it was you can't really play with your friends because then it's unranked. But I like, if I have a game and there's a league in it, I want to get up there, you know? That's why I like getting the community involved so we can all work together, push our way up the ranks, you know? But in that, that was one thing that let me down. It, it, I couldn't, I could play it on my own, but I couldn't obviously play it ranked with you because it, otherwise you can cheat. If you can set two accounts up, then you can cheat with each other. So it's a totally random selection. But yeah. yeah, so we got back on XCOM. Like We had the multiplayer. I quite enjoyed it. We only had the one go. Sorry to say, Jez got bored after the first <laughs> game and we didn't go back to it. Yeah. So, But yeah, so that was a bit of that. Also this week, we had um, a request for a Minecraft server. Yep. And uh, pretty much... Hold on, one minute. I'm just going to go back to something. Just had Captain Warden ask about far cry 4 in the chat and he said do you think the bow should be a one-shot kill always even in the north obviously when it must get harder when you go into the north by taking it from that do you know jez what's that is it harder in the north because i thought it's... the bow was a one-shot kill always anyway when you when you get them in the right position it's a pain up in the north it is harder really but then you get used to it yeah what's harder yeah it's just it's harder to take them no, down what is take harder? bullets man they, really? they, they they just take the bullets. They're like a sponge. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, he's saying that the bow is not a one-shot kill anymore. Yeah, the bow's a one-shot kill up in the north. It still is a one-shot kill. There you go, yeah. it still is but a one-shot kill. you've got to hit him in like a critical place. What, like in the balls? Yeah. Yeah, that kill, kill me. me in one shot. <laughs> one shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take one of them clean off. Dude, I remember playing, um, what's, what's that sniping game? Sniper Elite? Yeah. The third one, and no matter where you shoot, like you you spawn straight in, you run down, you're like in the middle of battlefield, and there's a guy, there's a commander up on top of, on top of a man inside, and no matter what, you hit him through the balls, right? <laughs> so I restarted that game like three times, three three times to try and shoot him through both of his balls, and it's so painful. <laughs> that game, that, that game, dude. that game seriously is good, but I like sniper <laughs> games. When as you shoot, it goes to a skeleton, then it shows all the internals. You're like, yes, I've gone through his brain. <laughs> If you haven't played Sniper Elite, have a look at it at least because when you take the shot, basically you follow the bullet and wherever the bullet goes, it shows you on a camera where it's going. So, so as you shoot it, you see you see like the, all the um, like the ripples of the bullet, don't you, at the side yeah, where it's going yeah. so fast, and then you sort of see the person like frozen, like like in the position, going ah, and then <laughs> the bullet just goes straight through, and you see it go through their lungs, don't you, and everything. Yeah, dude. Since since you can shoot them in the nuts now, that's all I ever do is just try and aim for the nuts. In the game. <laughs> I can't help it, man. It's Makes like, me worry it's... about you. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, as as he said, the bow, but it still is a one kill if you get them in the right place. I'll have to find out and uh, get back to you anyway because I haven't got over the bridge yet. But as soon as I get over that bridge, I will let you know. But yeah, anyway, getting back onto uh, Minecraft. Um, we had some requests in the community for the, for a Minecraft server. I set one up at, at the beginning, but I wasn't really impressed with my own server. It was a bit basic. And Jez, as you know, he's the one that does the servers. So he set a server up, and I think it's just gone live. Was it yesterday? Went live yesterday, yep. Went um, live so on he's Tuesday. got all the details for that. If you want to get into his server, all you have to do is go to mythicalgamers.com. And there's a, there's like a little page you fill out with your details, and then he whitelists you. That's about pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Basically, it? what you do is you go to mythicalgamers.com, go to the forums. When you make an account, you can link your Minecraft account to Engine if you want to. You don't have to, and then you just fill in an application form just to make sure you know that you fit the requirements that I'm looking for in the server because I just don't want anyone joining. 
um, whilst it's still in the stage because I have big plans for that server coming up. Let me just say one thing though. If you are going to get onto that, onto his, you would like to get onto his server from that, also put in, when you fill out this little bit of paperwork or whatever it is he's got you filling out, also put in there that you've listened to us on the podcast because you'll he'll put it through quicker then, won't you? Because we yeah. want to get our community on priority over yeah. randoms you know so if you are put your name down on there and put that you've come from the po from through the podcast or through yep. twitch live on our podcast and he will he'll put you at a priority on there so that you get on before any random person yep but um yeah i got back into a little bit of minecraft i didn't really uh do you know what i played minecraft years ago for so many hours and pretty pretty honest in my minecraft days i like to turn the monsters off I don't have it on. I have it on survival, so so you still need to get all your own resources and that. And then I like to have it just an open world with no monsters. So everybody comes on. They have to find their own resources, dig down deep, get their diamonds, do whatever they got to do. And then I like to set my server up as who could build the biggest and most craziest inventions, like buildings or whatever. Find your own space in the world. Go and hide, not near spawn, so other people don't come in and trash it because it's not locked. There's nothing locking it. My my server's completely normal as it comes out of the box basically and yeah you just go around and build whatever you want and whoever does the biggest and best like on my server there's tunnels under the floor going for miles and miles and miles to like little towns and stuff that's what i like jez is a bit different now you, your server's set up totally different to that isn't it yeah my server's whitelisted first of all second of all monsters on hard because i like a difficulty when i play my games really yeah <laughs> Third of all, I will be adding plugins in as well. So you can type slash home to go back to your home and so on and so forth. So like you can teleport to each other without having like admin commands and stuff like that. So and hopefully I'll get it on whitelisted when I start to get that stuff in. It's just whitelisted at the moment and it's just pure vanilla. So if you get on now, you're going to be one of them lucky people who come on before. You know. Yeah, get 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 to get your uh, groundwork in. Yeah, before, you you get a special get tag mad. if you join now. By the way, guys, just FYI. Cool, but yeah, but yeah, go on, man. Yeah, that's as much as Minecraft as that we've actually done. I I just was on it for five minutes. I just pretty much to get back in, see what changes have made. You know, they've got a lot of up a lot of new updates and stuff, but I didn't really get into the updates or the newer stuff. I've sort of got a bit bored of it. I think it's time for Minecraft to come out with something new. You know, I yeah. don't know if you've seen it, Jez, but there's um a game out called. Um, rising world rising world and that is pretty much like minecraft if you haven't seen it have a look i think it's about 15 pounds a game on steam but it's a real world like so you've not it's not blocky you've got hills and you've got rocks and it's, it's i think it's in very early stages too i remember we played it but it was there was hardly anything in the game at that point but we will go back to that at some point but yeah rising world is pretty much you can have your own server the same as minecraft but you also build with blocks but there's hundreds of different blocks in this game so you can have a real looking world with hills and mountains, but then you can have your big tower built out of blocks in the middle of it, you know? Yeah. And I found that was quite a, quite a good, interesting game. It was really, really well done, but it's just in a very early stage at the moment. So take a look at that. And that's called, um, what was it called? Rising World. Rising World. Have a look at that. And I like how I know the name of the game and I haven't played it and you've played it. <laughs> you don't know the name I know, of the man. Game. So much yeah. going on. I know, dude. <laughs> but yeah, that's enough about Minecraft for the minute. What games have you been playing apart from that this week? So, something that is, if it's in your category, you know the game. If it's not, then you think it's 
sad. So you know it's going to be blatantly like Euro Truck Simulator? No. No. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> it's called Train Fever. That sounds so much more better, doesn't it? Basically, if you played Transport Tycoon back in the old days... Which is one of my favourite games of all time. Which my year came out in 1994, so it is an old game. It's like that. But we spoke about this as well, to... sorry. Just to say, we spoke about this on, um, I think it's the first podcast, wasn't it? Was it? Episode one, yeah, I think we spoke about it. If not, it was episode two, but I think it's episode one. So if you want to hear a bit about Transport Tycoon, then uh, go back to that and have a listen. Sorry, Jez, cut you off. Carry on, mate. <laughs> yes. So the difference between... See, with Transport Tycoon, it's pretty good game. You've got lots of stuff, so it takes... Let's, For instance, you want to set up a factory... So you need so many requirements to set up a factory in Transport Tycoon. So you need a coal mine to like power a station, like a power station. And then you need an iron mine to then power a steel mill, which needs to be powered by that power station, which the power station needs to be powered by that coal mine and yeah, so on. Confusing. Which the steel mill then like feeds into the factory, which then that also needs power. What so you're saying the is there's a basic thing. network between yeah, all a, the different resources and stuff. Yeah. The basic one to say, I'd say is, you have to get coal to power power station and so on, yeah, but then it gets yeah. more in-depth as you go. Yeah. So with Train Fever, it's like that, but not on such a big scale, which I'm not, like, it's cool, but I wish they had a bit more stuff. So in Train Fever, you got, like, you got wood, which then goes to, like, um, uh, lumber mills, and then lumber mills and feed into town worth goods. And then you got, like, coal, which... Coal and iron both work together for an iron mine, and so on and so forth like that. And it's pretty. It's good when you understand the game. Like so in Train Fever, you've still got the elements of all the resources still need to be moved around. It's not just tra- like passengers. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you got you got all the elements of the resources. So you got oil, which power like oil, um, um, kerosene. You know, like where they. Yeah, so you've got the... all this stuff. And um, also, what what is it like to do with? Do you have like an upgrade system on it as well, like to upgrade the trains or over time new trains come out? Do you research yeah. them? How does so it work? So you, you start in 1900s. No, okay. no, you don't. No, you don't. You start in the 1800s, right? And you work through <laughs> the years. <laughs> you work through the years, obviously. And then the newer train comes out because you, you don't want to be caught rolling around in a wagon when it's the year 2000, do you? You yeah. want to scan a truck, you know, because that thing's cool. So... Does this have, it, it, this have, to have trucks in it, though, does it? Huh? It doesn't have trucks and other vehicles in it, does it? Yeah. What, in Train Fever? It's got licensed. There's licensed vehicles. I never knew that. I thought it was... I didn't realise it was like Transport Tycoon Deluxe like that. I thought it was just the trains. No, you've got trains. You can do buses. You can do cargo routes. You can do... Because ter- I bought this game for you, sir. Yep, and you, you did. you blew this game off. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I'm not playing this game. But this game is actually really in-depth. That's why I've been playing it for so long. Cause when but hasn't it changed it, since I played it? Yeah. I played it in the early days and it was pretty basic. Yeah. And I, mean, I was pretty, it's, it's still I, basic. Honestly, I was also taken back a bit by in the photographs on Steam that you see of the game, it looked really, really good graphics. But then when I got it up, it didn't it didn't seem to be as good as what they looked like originally. Nah, Is the graphics like... do look like them. Yeah, I'm looking at screenshots now. They they do look like them in game. Not not the original one with the steam train. Oh no, it does, yeah. No, the original really? one with the steam train, yeah. Yeah, it does, yeah. They all look like they are in the screenshots. And the thing is, it gets really technical. Like, I didn't know anything about train signals. Yeah. Are so... you sure? Huh? <laughs> I'm just joking. 
<laughs> but I didn't know anything about train signals. So like when trains can stop, when trains can go, and all that stuff. And I what? found out that really it's up and down. What? No, dude, it's really complicated, man. This train stuff. I thought up means go, down means stop. Yeah, no, it doesn't work like that in train people, man. They're, they're all automated themselves. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to go into that. But yeah, it's just it's it's so complicated. Like you got the road route, so you got to set like you have to make the correct path, and if you don't upgrade the roads, and your vehicles can't go fast enough, and your towns become skyscrapers, and they become huge towns with like New York type structures really? all around it, and you got your little buses rolling around in that, and you got traffic, and then late later on in the game, I must admit I haven't got near the two thousand year yet because I keep restarting, but. I've seen videos, all right, <laughs> of people getting to the year 2000 and, and onwards from there. And it just looks so cool. You get, like, the bullet train, and it's just, it is really good. It's a really good game. And seriously, Nick, I think you should try it again. Maybe I'll get back into that. Be, yeah. be honest, though, is it as good as Transport Tycoon Deluxe? The thing is, I play Transport Tycoon Deluxe with you. Yep. So... I learned the game through you, and now I, I didn't understand the game at all. I didn't. All, all I did in Transport Tokyo was literally deliver coal to a coal plant. That was all see, I did. See, there's one main factor but, in Transport Tycoon, which I... Well, Transport Tycoon, the normal version, I played, but yeah, it was, it was still a brilliant game. But Transport Tycoon Deluxe brought one or two major things to the game. Now, the first major thing was they allowed you to buy shares in other players' companies. So it took a whole new like mechanics to the game, you know, it's a whole new way of of playing the game because you'd be in the game there'd be another six people and then i could go right i'm gonna buy three lots of shares in jez's in jez's um business and then i own more of your business than you so i can buy you out at any point so you're continuing playing the game when i get enough money say it's 250 grand i need i just buy you out you're out of the game and you can do the same to me so it's on a level of do do we do it do we don't you know and and so on and you can also watch like the computer players are on extremely hard you can also watch them and then you can just literally buy them out and buy all of their stuff, which in Train Fever, I don't think you can, you'll be able to do that, can you? What's that, buy shares and stuff and other people? It's not yeah. multiplayer. Oh, it's not? Yeah, no. but what about buying shares of the computer players? There is no computer players. No? No, shoot. So trying to build up an empire. So it's just down to you, really. It's just different play styles. Like... Mm, does it not get a bit boring just on your own, though? Yeah. It does, and that's it why does. you sort of have to keep going back to it. But is it one of them games, though, at the end of it, you, you go back to it and you sort of think, I'm going to play that tonight. You get on and you think, oh, I'm nah, to. What, what I do is I, I do play that game for the whole night, but then next day I'm like, okay, I played that. What what else can I do in it? See, for me, I find I, I really, I'm so busy all the time yeah. that I find if I do that, I feel like I've wasted my time. Yeah, because then kind I of felt games, like that on ad Saturday. Admi admittedly, I really do like, I really do enjoy playing them games the first time through. But if I ever go back to them, I feel like I've just spent a few hours doing something that I've already done. I don't need to be doing it. Which yeah. is, for playability, it's, it's not really good. But, but yeah, I, I do, I'm not putting the game down too much. I really do like them games. Yeah. But that's just the way they are. I think that's just the way them games come across. Yeah, something I do actually want to get back into is open, uh, not open TD. It's um, Transport Tycoon um, Deluxe, the one that we, the old one. Try and have yeah. a go against you again now because now I understand the learning curve in this is so steep. It's what just on the first like, one or the no on this on Train, train Fever. Fever. It's so 
you you just get thrown in there. They got to work on their tutorials. They do. Yeah, but it's but, still it's, isn't it still in um like beta, or is it out uh, released? No, it's just released. Just full release. Yeah, and the DLC is free, so you know. Mm, cool. Maybe I'll have to get back on that, and we'll have a go. Yeah, if anyone out there is interested in playing uh, Transport Tycoon with us, it's a very, very old game, and and fair play, they've set it up now so that you can you can set a server up really, really easy. The game's so tiny, you know, it's not a big game at all. We can run the servers and have loads of us in there. It'd be really, really good to have a lot of people on that game, like, say, eight of us all building in the same map, like, in their own areas, and just having, like, a battle off, you know? Yeah. I'd just keep buying you all out, and you can all start again. <laughs> No, yeah, no, no comment there, no comment. There, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, Train Fever. Um, I will get back on that. Jess says it's a pretty good game, and it must be because you've been on it every day. I have, actually. That's the scary thing about it. And the thing is, yeah, when... when Hold when on a minute, you're saying scary thing about it. Scary thing about it, you, went on, on, you go on to bloody Euro Truck Simulator. It's the same kind of game. Yeah. And you go on that for a week's on end. Yeah, I've had 362 hours on that game. Really? <laughs> yeah. You need to change job, man. I've got a new job now. <laughs> Become a lorry driver. You get paid for it. But yeah, yeah anyway, so that's Train Fever. Right, moving on. Also, Jez, you've been playing another game, haven't you? I have, I have, I have. Tell us it a bit about is... it. It is... Well, I've been playing a bit on and off. I'm not a big fan. Well, I am a big fan of it, but it's it's such a popular game. And I must admit, I don't understand much of the mechanics behind it, but I know how to shoot properly in this game. You so are good called, at games anyway, though. It's called Counter Strike. If you guys have ever heard of that, it's not like the second most popular thing on Twitch at all. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> they've got some really good competitions going on, haven't they? They do. And the people, some... are, the people now are becoming famous, and yeah. they're earning a lot of money for it. Dude, I think their jackpot was like five or six million. Yeah, e-games. Yeah. So Counter Strike like, CS:GO is huge. So it's some. So when you win a game, yeah, you get like these boxes, and in, in each box you have a chance of winning stuff. So if you get a knife and you're lucky to get like a factory new knife, yeah, that knife can go up to two thousand pounds on the Steam workshop, not workshop on Steam like training thing. Really, it's crazy, dude. The the amount of money you can make a living of Counter-Strike if you do it right. Really? Well, yeah. put it this way, I played Counter-Strike off of, off of another account. It, weren't my, it wasn't mine, it was playing it on someone else's. And I got into it, and I actually thought the game, because it's quite an old game, isn't it? Like, Counter-Strike but, Global Offensive. No, this this is the new one. There's the odd one called CSGO. How, um, how, old, how CSGO. old is it? The old one. It's, um, it was actually a mod for... It is, Counter, it is Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Global Offensive is new, dude. It's the newer version, isn't it? Yeah, there's 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 different versions of Counter Strike. Uh, well, I played it, and there was there was only community servers up. There was that I couldn't get into an official server. They don't have official servers in Counter Strike. I don't know. That's why I couldn't get into one then. So you got Counter Strike. Go on. I was on. I was looking through the server list, and it was all like German servers and all different servers, and I couldn't really. And they all had individual bits and pieces that they had. Like you have the code words for each thing. Yeah. Like, and well, I, that's, that's, I didn't know which one to choose, really. It was just yeah. too overwhelmed. See, that's the old Counter-Strike, because the very first Counter-Strike they released was actually a mod for um, Half-Life 2. And okay. Counter-Strike is old. Counter-Strike came in the year 2000, all right? And then they released, like, um, Counter-Strike Condition Zero, which is, like, kind of like Call of Duty, but, 
you know, and then Counter Strike Source, which is the one that blew up, which is blew up, blew like seriously that got Steam rolling, like that's oh, right. a huge game, and then Cam- CS:GO Counter Strike Global Offensive came out in 2012, and now this is like the game that everyone has. It's just if you don't have it, you you shouldn't be on Steam. Basically, so it's, go then. it's that. Oh, I see you later. Yeah, <laughs> but let, let me put it this way. Yeah, all right, Nick. It's very positive on Steam. Okay, there's six hundred and sixty thousand user reviews, and guess what the percentage score is like up well, for that game? Ninety-four percent. Bloody hell! Right. With I, well, 60... I played it, and I'd done the tutorial in it where you go around and it teaches you how to use the different guns and grenades and bits and that, and I really enjoyed that. But I just Wanted to be able to get into multiplayer and, and, and get stuck in. But I looked through all these. I got a bit overwhelmed with these servers on it. But that's something, yeah, I will probably will buy that and, and get onto that if you're up for playing it. Because I, I the am, best yeah. thing, like you said, the best thing for me. And do you know what actually got me? I saw this on Twitch, yeah, yeah. at the top all the time, along with Dota and, and them other games like that. And I thought, it's just like Call of Duty. What's so good about it? And when I went on there, I see people saying like, oh, you in their streams and that saying oh you can win this skin you can win this you can win that and and i sort of came to the idea of like hold on a minute you can earn things in this game and you know what i'm a sucker for that in a game if i would just keep playing it and playing it and playing it if i keep earning things out of it i would just keep going and going and going and that's the main thing that wanted me to get into this game apart from the fact that it's so popular and everybody's playing it if that many people are playing it, it's got to be a really good game you know yeah, that's what I'm like. That's why I'm going to give it another go. Because before I was just like, yeah, I don't particularly want to play it. But as so many people, you know, actually play it, I'm just, I'm a bit like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, it makes you, makes you want to sort of follow, follow the leader sort of thing, doesn't it? And sort of float towards everybody going, mm, I bet I want to get into it as well. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so maybe we'll try that out. Um, can you set up teams and all that on it and, and have like clans and stuff? Yeah, you can have like clans and stuff, yeah. I yes. did notice, though, I will be honest, I did notice the people that play this game are very, very hands-on, fast-paced. You just like, have, a, I, you have to have a quick reaction, you're, man. Honestly, you'll be good at this game, because you're, these are your kind of games. You can smash them games. I will find myself at the bottom of the list getting killed constantly. Right. But I'll still Stuff enjoy happens. it. Happens, one, one day I might unlock something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But, yeah, it's something like I, I seriously, you need to get into. Yeah, and that's, that's something that we can, you can just jump in at any point. If I played 10 hours before you, or I yeah. played years in front of you, I'll just be better at the game, not, you know, we will still be perfectly, perfectly, evenly matched. So it doesn't have an XP system then? No. It just no. has unlock, so everybody can unlock, and it's totally random, is it? Yeah, yeah, so totally random. Does it go on by, the more kills you get, the higher the random chance of it being good loot? Um, I don't know how the loot system works. I, oh, you don't know? I must admit, I haven't actually got that far in yet. Okay. So this hopefully might be something that we can come back to next month. But everyone's played CS:GO, so apart from us, yeah, apart from us, yeah, yeah. fair play. <laughs> <laughs> right. So enough about that. That's the games we've been playing. It's not been a lot this week because, as I said, we've been really, really busy with other things. But next week we will have some solid games for you. Basically, onto the community section. We've already talked about a Minecraft server, which is already up and running. If you want to get into that, you just go to mythicalgamers.com, which is Jez. He hosts it and basically just go through his website see what you need to do it's all on there the details and he'll get you on there um, anything else you want to say about community just hit me up on twitch we have a new member of extreme pc and she streams every day 
So check her out too. She's yeah, Debbie Wah. Yep, hopefully she'll be on at some point. Maybe next week. We'll be breaking her in live. So we'll see how that goes. Yep. Um, yeah, apart like... from that, the questions this week for the, from the community has been really, really good. We've got lots of questions and lots to talk about. Yeah, Probably we be the biggest shocked, part of guys. the show. Yeah, we're really shocked. Should we get into some questions then, shall we? Go on and shoot away right, with the got, first uh, one. We've got Benjamin, a.k.a. Captain Warden, that was in the chat but sadly had to leave. And he's also on, that's on Twitch, and he's also got call sign Alex on Steam. And he said, hi guys, loving the podcast, and he enjoys them every week. It's just a shame you had to go, dude. <laughs> yeah, but, man. <laughs> um, yeah, his first question is, what games are you most looking forward to in the next year or so? Do you want to go first? I'll let you go first on that one, man. Go on. Pretty much go. one game pops into my mind, but it's not next year, it's this year. And you're all going to know it's Fallout 4. I can't wait for this game, man. Why? I want it now. <laughs> Why can't you wait for the game? So it's gonna be it's gonna be an amazing game, man. Yeah, but there, there must be reason why. Because I've played that game for hundreds and hundreds of hours. <laughs> <laughs> I've done every well I, when I played it the first time round. It was on an Xbox 360. Yeah. And that was back in my Xbox days, and I was like a hoarder of achievements. I played that game all the way through. I got hundred percent in all my achievements. I done everything, every storyline, every DLC, everything. And then the second one came out, New Vegas. Well, it's not the second one, it's like the fifth in the series, but New Vegas came out, and I'd done exactly the same with that. And a lot of people was like, oh, we don't really like New Vegas, so oh, it's not as good, it's a bit slow. We don't like it. Like even you said, I don't like it. The guy's got no storyline, he's a random it guy. It doesn't, man. The thing is, it's going to be the same in every Fallout. Like the new one coming out, you are, you're just a guy at home with your family, and you're trying to save your baby, so you run into the vault. Loads of things happen over years, and then you come out of the vault, you're a random again. There's no backstory there, you know? It's, yeah. And that's the way yeah. all of them are going to be. They're all no, gonna but be there new... is a backstory. But they're all going to be stories from the same time, but different areas, different people, different lives. And that's the good thing about the game. It's got a whole new opening, a whole new thing to, to explore. Not just the world. I mean, like, the storyline. It's going to be a whole new story amp for people yeah. to look through. You know? It's all f completely fresh, but in the same era, same environment. So, you've, so we're going to have, like, we're going to be walking around this world. And we're going to be like, I remember that Nuka Cola. I remember them posters. I remember them pin-up girls. <laughs> you know, you get all these things. Yeah, dude, that's going to happen. And it's going to bring it all back. It's going to be like nostalgia <laughs> for you. But, and you're just going to be like, I know for a fact, the podcast, I don't know what's going to happen because I'm going to talk about this game. We're going to have to do a special edition like just on that game. Yeah. Because I'm going to be playing that game for weeks on end and I won't be able to get off it. I'll spend every minute of my time on there free. Yeah, I'm going to have to take a week off from work. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> sad we are. Do you know what? Have you ever done that before? Pulled a sickie because you got a new game. Yeah, I did that at school when I when Call of Duty came out. <laughs> <laughs> Call of Duty. Oh my god. But the thing but is, yeah. I, can, I can make myself sick, so that's fine. Like you make can. yourself sick. Yeah. Yes, so... I'm picking up the phone. But um, anyway, <laughs> getting back to it. Yeah, my game is going to be Fallout Four because I just can't wait. And another thing is, we've done a, a little update of all the diff new things that we found out about Fallout 4 the other day, and um, I didn't realise, but I said about you can do the building. I later came to find out that the building, it's not just buildings you can build, it's actually towns. So in the world, there's certain areas where you can build, and the way the game's built, all the parts of the buildings are real, so you can use these parts of the buildings on your area. Where, Like, say you've got a certain part of the map where you're allowed to specifically build your town, you can smash up anything in that world, pick up little pieces, turn them into like tin or whatever, and you can build your house. But then you can also build like 
other people's houses you can build trading areas so you can actually get traders to come into your village that you've just built and they can trade for you and even crazier you can have like you can set up trade networks so you can have people like little caravans going from your village to another one of your villages carrying things backwards and forwards which is just making the game immense don't you think like, it is? Like Railroad Tycoon. Not Railroad, um, Train Fever. Just like Train <laughs> Fever. <laughs> he said the wrong day. He's perfect. <clears throat> Let me choke. Oh, it's yeah. that good, man. It's that good. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. Also, um, the gun system, we didn't go really into, into much depth, but the gun system, apparently there's so many thousands of different ways you can have your gun because you have a base gun and then you can just add bits on, take bits off, and you've got a massive list of what you want to do. So your gun can evolve from a handgun right through to like a rocket launcher and it's all the same basic gun at the middle so you'll still see your little handgun in the middle of the big rocket launcher you know do you get what i mean jez and it's weird so you, man that is weird <laughs> if you watch the video for it it really really looks good like you, and also the upgrade system in it like for the guns you used to have to go around and find like bits and pieces around the world now what they're doing this time around is they're making everything in the world pick so you can pick it up and you can destroy it you can do whatever you everything's got a value so when you go into your house, it used to be quite like big anyway, didn't it? You could pick things up all over the place, like off shelves, you could take stuff off. But this time, they're having everything like that. So everything in the room is going to be picked, so you can pick it up and you can sell it, or you can destroy it and turn it into whatever. But on the upgrading system, on the guns this time around, say I want to get um, a new scope. Instead of it saying I need, well, it still will say you need screws, iron, blah, 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 blah. But it will also say you can like find these items in the world, like, and say, say you need four screws, it will show you the picture of the screw, and then underneath it in a box, it will show you what you can find in the world which has them screws. So you could find, like, a globe, or you could find, like, a typewriter, and that will give you them screws. And then so you can look at the, the upgrade you want, and you can look at all the pictures, and you can go, right, I need to look for a globe, a typewriter, a shoe, and a little kid's toy, and then I can build my sights out of that. Do you know what I mean? So it's giving you this whole new way of the game working. So it's like... Fallout, but with so much more. Yeah. I could just talk all day about Fallout 4, man. I love the you game. You can, man. You can. All right, now, <laughs> my game. All right, we both of these were in episode two, by the way. Uh, mine is No Man's Skies, as for obvious reasons. I love my space games. I love exploration. It's just perfect for me. That's yeah, just... Yeah. It does look like a crazy, crazy game. Do you know what? We did a review on this. Um, a couple of weeks back. Episode 2. Episode 2, was it? I was <laughs> yeah. say that, sorry. Yeah, man. A couple of weeks back. And uh, this game is absolute massive world like space game. I'm really looking forward to that game. Is that out next year, is it? Um, I don't think they have a confirmed date yet. But yeah, that's what you're looking forward to, is it? It's got a good Definitely, game. Definitely, man. I think it is coming out next year. Cool. So that's, uh, that's question one. Right. Question two is our gaming laptops example alienware worth the cash you pay or should i just buy a proper pc can i now, start with this one go for it if you go around a lot and let's go say around. you go to your nans a lot or you go if you just moving around a lot then i say yes if you're just in your room all right i would in in like you just just more stationary and you just want to play in like one place Get yourself a desktop, man. Get yourself a PC. That's what See, the I'm thing saying. is, you can always get... I, t I always try and explain this to people. Whatever laptop you get, if you're into gaming, that laptop is never going to be brilliant. And even if you get the latest Alienware out, you're going to spend a fortune on it. Absolute fortune. That laptop's going to be limited to how far it can go. 
And yep. to be honest with you, I would never buy an alien laptop. Um, not an alien, alien laptop, an Alienware laptop, <laughs> or alien any weapon. gaming laptop for that matter. <laughs> if I wanted to move around with my computer, you're going to be playing it in, in a house most of the time. Unless you're a businessman that's out and you're in hotels and stuff like that, then fair enough. I would say, yeah, get one. If you've got the cash to splash and you really, really want to play them games when you're moving about. Otherwise, for the price, I would get a small PC, small form. You know, you can get them in tiny little boxes nowadays. You can get them really, really powerful. As long as you can fit that graphics card in there, which you can get a lot of short graphics cards, you could get so much more for your money in there. Yeah. Obviously, you need a monitor as well. But, you know, at the end of the day, a gaming laptop is only going to go so far. It heats up a lot. Just it in does, my opinion, man. it's not... Any laptops are not for gaming. A lot of people will say different and will say, yeah, Alienware laptops are really good. but And some of them are. You can get an Alienware laptop, which also comes with a graphics card separate. And it's a box with a cable on it. And so what you can do is you can take your, your laptop out and about with you, do your work at work, do whatever you've got to do, play basic games. And then yep. when you want to come home and you want to really get stuck into the top graphics games, all you do is you plug this box in and you can have whatever graphics cards. I think it holds two graphics cards. So you can have like two 980 Ti's in there, you know? So you've got this amazing computer. And then when you're out, you can just use it on the basic graphics. But in my opinion, I would always try and buy a proper PC because I find they're just so much more for your money, so much more upgradable, you know? I've had my PC for ages, and all I do is just keep changing parts over, changing the motherboard, and keep upgrading, upgrading. With an Alienware, you are going to come to a brick wall at some point, and you're going to have to change it and, and fork out a lot more money. So I would say a proper PC. What about you, Jez? PC. Yeah? Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but let us know your thoughts, people, and, and what you're saying with uh, the Alienwares. Personally, I'm not a big, big fan of Alienware. I think with their desktops even... They, they restrict them, they cost a fortune, and for the price you're paying for them, you could just get such an amazing computer. You know, yeah. I come across so many people that don't really know a lot about PCs, and they go, yeah, man, I've got an Alienware. And I go, ooh. And then when you <laughs> open the Alienware up, you know, the parts inside, like, they come with a really good processor, but then they come with cheap RAM. You know, and it's a little bit like this. I found with one of the Auroras that I've worked on, I've said this before, you could only overclock one core. So it says it's overclockable. It's got an amazing processor in it, but you can only overclock one core, which means you can't get very far. So in the end of the day, they're restricted. You know, you can't take them much further than that. Whereas if you build your own PC, in my opinion, build your own PC yourself, get some help with it. You know, I'm always around to help people out and give them information and to talk to them about how to do it and give them tutorials and stuff. That's not a problem. You build your computer yourself. That computer is so means so much more to you. You feel like a real sense of achievement doing your own computer. Yeah. You know, it's you haven't just bought it. Not no one else has got the same. That is yours. You've got your stamp on it. Something you will look after a lot more. So yeah, go for a, a PC if you can. That's my um, view. Yep. So, and that's that. Any more to say on that question, Jess? Mm, nope. No, I think you got it right. Alienware, don't get it. That's enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> right, question three from Benjamin was, would you consider playing or replaying Minecraft, which we've already gone back to that, and yes, and we've already got a server up and running. If you need to know the details, just go back over our podcast, which will be out tomorrow morning on iTunes, and you'll get all the details there. As he says, it's easy to pick up and play, and servers are easy to set up and normally have very good connections. Yeah, like I just said, we've already got that all going. Do you want to say just a quick a quick brief about it again, or... 
about no, your Minecraft server? My Minecraft server, just come join. It's Mythic go go to mythicalgamers.com, go to the forums, apply, and then we'll see what happens. Cool, cool, cool. Also, he says, goes on to say, if you have played before or after you've played, what are your opinions of the game, and what are the new updates? Are they spoiling the game? Now, in my opinion, I haven't really got that far back into it. I played it uh, because I was setting a server up. I didn't really... I heard of talk of someone saying there's witches in the game and some other bits and pieces, but I've not seen them myself. What about you, Jess? Do you know anything about the updates? How far back are you, man? The witches came out so long ago, Did dude. they really? Yeah, Well, man. that's like I just said. I heard uh, about witches. So, in the latest updates, they add a lot of different things. They add new game mechanics. They add in quivers, so you now can put your arrows into a quiver. Yeah, they're now doing it so you have two hands instead of the one hand, so you can have a shield and a sword or a torch and a pickaxe. And there's a lot of little mechanics like that. I must admit, I haven't been really following the Minecraft scene. I just got back in back into it because Demi Ross, um, uh, one of our fellow people, um, is starting to stream it again. And plus, our friend Benjamin asked asked for a server, so I thought I'd set up a server. So there is a lot of new stuff coming out since I last been there. So, um, also, yeah. I was just going to say, on your server, I didn't mention, oh, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, did you... um? Did you say you've got loads of add-on and mods and all that on there, or is it? Just I will be, be adding in plugins. Um, that's something that is how 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 can I say it? So plugins. Is it required for other people to have it to play? No. So they can just get side only. So they come in and then it's just like teleporting around and stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So uh, right. So we are we moving on on moving on to the next question. Yeah. Right. We also had some questions from Callum from uh, Kent, and. He gave me a few questions, and the first one was, in your opinion, what is the cheapest rig you can build to compete with a PS4? Now, later on, I've got a few more questions from him, and these questions are sort of quite in-depth with computers as well. So we'll just do a, a quick basic about this. Um, I came up with a price of around £550, and that is with like an i5-4690K processor, Hyperfury DDR3 RAM, which is running about 1866 megahertz motherboard which is on the motherboard i've just put on there for around about 100 pounds worth of price because there's so many motherboards you can choose from nowadays everybody wants something different and that would be more specific to what kind of rig you want to build but so i put around 100 pound on that if it was going to be a full gaming system which is going to be high spec i'd say about 300 350 but i've said for basic to get like the playstation i've put about 40 pounds on a case a hard drive about 40 quid for like a terabyte hard drive but if you was going to do that, I would say get an SSD and have your Windows on an SSD and an SSD for your Steam drive so that that's separate. And so your Windows instantly starts and stops and can read and write really fast. Your Steam drive on an SSD so that all your games are on there so they run fast and load fast. And then you've also got your normal hard drive just for all of your sort of photos and all your general crap that you have all your programs running through which you don't really care about, like all your basic stuff. Um, going on, that's with um, a PSU, which is about £60 from Corsair, which is about 600 um, watts, which are pretty good. A CD drive, which is about 15 quid. A GPU, I'd say, if you're just looking at going for uh, standards of PS4, you know, you can get away with like 1080 for about a 750 Ti, GTX 750 Ti, really good. Doesn't take a lot of power, fits in a small box, so you can have it in a small format. Yeah, that all adds up to about 560 quid. So that's how much I would really say. 
in my opinion, if someone straight off the cuff said to me, look, I want to build a gaming machine, I want it to be decent, I'd say look about £800. Um, you will get people out there that will do it a lot cheaper, but they will go downhill with parts. All my parts would always be like decent quality parts, you know, with good warranties and which I know are very reliable. But yeah, that's about 560 quid. Also, if someone is out there and wants to sort of get a computer rig set up, um, they're on a really, really tight budget and they want it to sort of compete with a PS4, I say to a lot of people is, you know, if you're just starting out and you want to get up there, you can find on eBay, you can find a lot of computers secondhand, which straight away lose a lot of value when people put them on there. You know, I've got someone that's just paid a £1,600 for a computer and he's just sold it for, I think it was about £700. Because, you know, once you've built it and it's yours, it's custom, you know, the money the money does go down quite a bit. So if you look through eBay, like, Jez, how much did you, you got a really good computer for a really good price, didn't you? My computer? The um... one you got for Demi. The one I got for Demi, I just went on eBay, I bought it for 300 quid. I must admit, all together worth about 500 quid. And the person who sold it to me, sold me an IPS monitor, which is worth a load of money. <laughs> 27 inches. Pounds. Yeah, 250 pounds. Which I've been basically. trying to get off him for ages, but he won't give it to me. No. So basically, <laughs> I just paid for the monitor and I got the PC for free. Yeah, so back to my point. <laughs> You can get on eBay what I would do if you're really tight for a budget and you really want to get your money's worth and you're not too bothered. You know, if you're getting into new building computers, a lot of people want to build their computer from scratch. I understand how that feels and, and you really want to do it yourself. But you can also get a computer off eBay, you know, pay about three or four hundred pounds. You'll get a decent rig, uh, get the computer, take it apart, clean it all up, you know, put it all back together. And then with the money that you'd normally spend extra, do some upgrades. You know, get a good graphics card, get an SSD put in it. You know, that would be my, in my opinion, what to do if you wanted to get a rig towards a PS4 for the cheapest you can do it, would be to get a second-hand one and do some upgrades to it. Yeah. Right. Going on to the second question from Callum is, um, can you suggest a good MMO with in-depth RPG elements other than World of Warcraft, or is that still the game to go to? Also, he has been looking at Lord of the Rings Online. And I think, Jez, you've been looking into this, the answer for this question, haven't you? Because it's more your kind of uh, scene. You've been into World of Warcraft quite a bit. So I started World of Warcraft back in BC. So long time ago, long time ago, about 2006 is when I started playing. And I stopped playing a couple of months ago because in WOD, it just ruined everything. So like all, all expansions in WoW. What is that? What is that? What, um, what? Uh, War... Warlords of Draenor. Warlords of Draenor. Was that that's an ex, that's an expansion? Yeah, I think that's Warlords of Draenor. I have gone blank with the um, with the expansion. Uh, look, I program. could see. I've always told him to be prepared, and I've caught him out. Ah, oh, dude, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, carry on about it, yeah. While you look it up. Yeah. So WoW is a good game, but if you know about WoW, Warlords of Draenor, that's it. Okay, cool. So if you if you know about WoW, then you'd know that the recent patches really have just they're releasing no content. They've just released um, publicly that there's going to be an expansion pack coming out soon. I haven't actually looked into the new expansion pack because the last one came out this year, so or at the end of last year. So they shouldn't, I you know, be releasing one so soon. But their plan was to start releasing expansion packs a lot sooner to get them out to the public. But the game's so long-winded now it's just it's not as fun as it used to be back in bc really it used to be like a massive massive game everybody was on it i remember hearing stories on the news of 
kids playing World of Warcraft and the parents all thought they was crazy and it was like, my kid does not come out of the house. He sneaks on the computer at night at bedtime and plays until morning and then goes to school and he's asleep at school and, and all the, sorts of really, really scary stories about it. But There's there's actually a case of someone dying because they played <laughs> by too much. Really? I'm not kidding, dude. Yeah, there's like 60-year-old kid in America died from playing it too much because he didn't sleep. Really? See, it's crazy, it's crazy. Yeah. Get so, some sleep, people. Yeah. So, <laughs> on to your question. I haven't looked into Lord of the Rings. I know that their map is one of the biggest open-world maps ever released in a PC game or in a game. So, if you're someone who's into open-world, who likes the the Lord of the Rings trilogy, the lore, and you understand the lore, then I think that's something that would be good for you. But if you're looking for more of good graphics, not such the American feel, but more of like the Japanese feel of games, I would say Arc Age would be a really good one. It's a lot of, the game is totally open and you can literally sail anywhere on the map without a loading screen. It's it's seriously really? that good, yeah. So, when so one case when you reach level 55 which is the top level you i think i don't know whether it's different now um you can you get a boat and then you go sailing out into the ocean and then there's random islands plopped about so you can actually build a territory on that island and have that as your island and then people will come along and try and raid it take your stuff and whatnot but it's such a cool game it looks seriously the game just looks amazing it, it really does and what you, game is that Arcage. Arcage. I've heard about you playing this, but I've not actually played it or looked into it. Yeah, I haven't played I've played it for a little bit recently, but I haven't really gone into it that much. Um so like you've got the Korean version, which is obviously everything's in Korean, and you've got the American one, which everything's in English, which I play. But it's you, you get you really get in depth with it. Like yeah. everything everything in that game has a purpose. So, so it's one of them games you're... you get stuck into and you sort of find yourself immersed in it and you sort yeah. of can't pull yourself this, out for it. You want to keep going. This game is very immersive. So if you're looking for a game to get backstory, because you know what the the Asian market's like. they really into their backstories compared yeah. to the American <laughs> markets. So this is something that if you really want to get stuck into a game and enjoy, this will be something that you will need to play. Seriously. Okay. It's, and plus... Running around with anime girls, yeah. See, I find with anime, like like Jez knows, Jez's girlfriend's very, very into anime. You're either into it or you're not, I find. Yeah. And uh, I've never really been into that that kind of game. So would it be a game you have to be into that to play that? No, 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 no. No, it's just, you know, in it's not, you don't have to be into it. They've got loads of different races. So you can be like a cat person or you can be like a dwarf or a human or an elf or a high elf or like basically Elder Scrolls um, just in this. And it's Well, that's what I was going to say. What about Elder Scrolls Online? Because I know I played that on their trial before it came out. And yeah. I, I, I really liked Skyrim and I played Skyrim for a really, really long time. Same as uh, Fallout 4 or Fallout 3 and that. I yeah. played that all the way through, got all the achievements and I'd done everything in the game. But I found when I went when I went to um, the online version, the new version has just come out, which is monthly subscription. It's not now. Now you can buy the full game, can't you? Yeah. yeah. They probably had bad feedback from that. Um, I found that the game was... I played it for about 10 minutes and thought, you know what, this game's exactly the same. And I feel like, I've, even though it's different buildings and different scenery, I just felt like I'd already um, been there and done it, you know? And I didn't really carry on with that. 
Yeah. Well, when it first came out, they got so much hate from the community, they just didn't... It, it was really bad. So they, I think they had an overhaul. I, I must admit I haven't played it because I don't have 50 quid to spare on that game. But it, if you do got the, if you do have the money spare, it's a good game to get into. Because then, like, same with the Lord of the Rings lore, if you're in with the Skyrim, Oblivion, uh, yeah. the other ones. Yeah, the, if, other if one. <laughs> the other ones. The other ones. If you're, <laughs> if you're into them, then and you know the lore, because a lot of people know more of Skyrim lore than Lord of the Rings. So, like, if you watch Lord of the Rings movie, then you're into Lord of the Rings. If you play games, yeah. you know, kind of thing. So it's all down to your preference, really, man. So for, for the answer, I have three. It would be Elder Scrolls Online, Lore, well, um, Lord of the Rings, if you're in, if you know the backstory, Lord of the Rings, and Arcage. And the thing with the Lord of the Rings is, they they've released games coming, um, games recently of Lord of the Rings, like the one where you're just guy who has to take out orcs, and I'm trying to think what the game's called, like Shadow like of Mordor, a, like That's a spin-off it. game. Yeah, but it's not a spin-off game. It's its own independent game, but it's still building the lore for Lord of the Rings. So it's know? all tied together, you mean? So it's all tied together. So with Lord of the Rings, you can kind of, like, jump from, I guess, from game to game, but still know the lore. Yeah, so like, every time every time you play a different game, you still... The story st- is yeah. all fitting together still. Yeah, somewhat, yeah. So, I mean, totally different engine, I'm, I'm assuming, because um, Shadow of Mordor was, like um like assassin's creed kind of thing going on but obviously in mmo it won't be like assassin's creed you'll be running around and controlling and you know all that stuff but seriously i think if you're you just need to know the backstory and then with the backstory you need to choose what you want to choose yeah with that shadow of mordor that's the recent game isn't it yeah is um i played that and i didn't get very far into it is it open world because i found it was very linear at the beginning it might have just been tutorial and, and i didn't really have a lot of time to play it but have you it's, played shadow of mordor it's open world but you got like five different zones yeah so you so, go to each zone but yeah. i mean in the sense of missions can i choose what mission i want yep. to do or yeah. do i have to go and do with the missions that's next in mm, line well the main story missions yeah you have to go next in line next in line next in line but you've oh, got right. like sub missions you can just do whatever you want but there is it that's a good game if you haven't played shadow Mordor, that's something that i would say to you you go pick up see yeah. like it's not an mmo but like games when i think of games like that where it's sort of open world and if it's open world that you're into and now like i i liked um i can't remember the bloody name of it now i can't think of the name of it off the top of my head Alright, well, with Shadow of Mordor, it's actually called Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, but what, what it is is you've got, like, an orc hierarchy, so you take out orcs, and then you get, like, other orcs take their place, and then you've got orcs battling each other, so then they can grow in the hierarchy. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's actually really cool how it's done. You can get some weird names on there, man. Like, yeah. like really weird names, yeah. The game I was thinking of was um, Fable, like the Fable Fable series, which has sort yeah. of died down now. I know they put out the, a new version of the first one in HD and all that. But um, I found them games really, really good. I don't know if you ever played them, Jez. Uh, Fable, not so much, no. It's not like an MMO or nothing, but still, good game. Yeah. But yeah. right, um, yeah, so that that's Jez's answer. He knows more about that than I do, <laughs> as you can probably tell. Yeah. But um, yeah. Callum also sent in uh, question number three, which is again about computers. And I'll read the whole thing out and then we'll go into each bit what we think and we'll have a little chat about individually each bit as we go, if that's all right with you, Jez. That's fine. Right, he says, 
I built my current PC a couple of months back and had to sell my last decent rig due to needing funds for a business venture. So I now have an ASRock Micro ATX motherboard, an AMD A6-6400K overclocked to 4.3 gigahertz. Uh, GPU side is overclocked slightly too, that's on the chip. I got four gigabyte Kingston HyperX Fury RAM, which is running at 1866 megahertz, a 320 gigabyte hard disk drive, and a Zalman Z11 case, which I have as well. And if you want to see the pictures of my case, let me know because mine's totally different to anything you would ever have seen as Jez describe it. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? Carbon fiber. <laughs> but yeah, we'll get into that later. With this, I'm able to handle most indie titles and some of the older full games at low settings, but I would like to step my game up and improve things so that I can start getting in at 80, uh, 1080 again properly and catch up with the more recent titles. If this was all you had and needed to upgrade gradually, what would your plan of action be? Now, right, personally, in my opinion, you haven't got a graphics card properly yet. You need to get a dedicated graphics card because at the moment, your computer's not that bad. You know, you're running at 4.3 gigs on your chip. Yeah, there's a few little minor things I would change, but at the end of the day, if you want to play them games, you can play them now. You just need to get a new graphics card. Like I said earlier, depending on your budget, which a lot of people are on a tight budget nowadays, you could go for like a 750 Ti, like a GTX 750 Ti, which is like lower lower end range new graphics card. It, it uses really, really little um, wattage, so it doesn't use a lot of electricity. It's got really high clocks. It can run 1080 at really, really high graphics. There's all different versions of it, like the EVGA one I would go for with the twin fans on it, because obviously it gets cooler and it can be turned up a bit higher. But at the end of the day, this card is only around £100, which is, that's bargains. You know, a few of our friends are still using GTX 660s. Now, this card is higher powered than theirs, and they're playing all games, aren't they? I, I think Matt and that have played all their games at 1080, and they've all been completely smooth. It's only the newer games catching up to, like, right now, which they're struggling a little bit on, um, which is why they're going to upgrade. But, yeah, the 750 Ti does have one down point. If you wanted to use it in... Um, in SLI mode, where you've got two graphics cards, you can't do that with a 750 Ti. And I think they've done that for reasons of people would buy two cheap cards, put them together, make a really good card. I don't know the ins and outs of why, but at the end of the day, if you get that card, it's going to be a single card. You're going to keep it for a couple of years until you've got more money to upgrade, and then you're going to sell it and get a new card. But ongoing to what I said, yeah, the first thing I would do is definitely get a decent graphics card. You know, you can also... Some people don't like to, like I said, to buy secondhand, but you can get bargains out there if you look around. I Before I got my 980 Ti, I got um, an R9 290, fully water-cooled with an XSPC water block on it, and I think I paid £200 for it. Oh, it was £150, wasn't it, Jez? Yeah. It was £150, which is absolute bargain for what it was. Fair enough, I got rid of them in the end because I got a 980 Ti, but yeah. it, was, it was a bargain in the start, and, you know, it's not a lot of money really for what you're getting. Secondly, to go on to, with your computer setup at the moment, you're running at 4.3, which is good enough for most of the games. You know, at the moment, the, the games are, aren't actually using that much power on a CPU, so you don't really have to worry. Um, I've only got an i5 in my computer at the moment, which is four cores. Games are starting to use more cores now, but when I built my computer, they was only on four, only on four cores, and everybody the, the the actual knowledge out there was you don't if you're gaming you don't need that it's, you don't need to go higher than that, but up to the mark now they're starting to use more cores so better bigger would be better but 
you can still get away with the four cores on an i5 or an i3. I wouldn't really go with an i3, but yeah. But I, you'd, I, I personally think you don't need to, your AMD chip, you really don't need to, to change right now. You've got plenty more life left in that. The, the thing I would do is you've got the speed of your RAM, 1866 is good, but four gigs is cutting it a bit fine with today's games. I know they're starting to open up a lot more and I know like Jez runs servers and sometimes you run servers off your own computer, don't you Jez? Yeah. And them servers, they they are starting to rack up and they with the with the older space with the on the RAM. Oh yes, definitely dude. You know, I've seen my games go up to about three and a half, which with your operating system running and other bits and pieces, other little programs running in the background, you're gonna be cutting it fine with the four gigs. So I would get another stick of the four gigabytes of RAM. Because that would bring you up to like eight. Say you've got another four, take you up to eight. You know, you've got plenty of headroom for the time being. Um, if you're only gaming, I would only ever say to someone to put 16 gigs into their computer anyway. Because unless you're doing lots of lots of tasks, you really don't need to have that much RAM in your computer. It's more about the speed. And like I said, you've got 1866 at the moment. Most people that are on basic rigs are normally on 1600. And even young Jez here, who's on the podcast with me at the moment, he's he, he didn't realise, but his RAM was running at 1333 for a long time, and he was very disappointed, wasn't you, Jez? I was. I was so upset, man. He thought he had 64 gigs of RAM running <laughs> at super speeds, and then when I got round to his house and looked at his computer, he had 12 gigs of RAM because one of his sticks blew up, and it was running at 1333, so he was very disappointed. Do you know and what? I was, I I was very out. smug. <laughs> he was. I actually found out what happened to my um, gigs, actually. Um, my Vibox, they're all sitting in mold and getting all moldy in a friend's shed because I didn't think of taking out the RAM sticks of that PC. So I actually got 32 gigs worth of RAM sticks sitting in a mate's shed. <laughs> I'm so upset. That's the way to do it. Yeah, so so second point would be I'd get another stick of RAM because that will give you a lot of boostage with um, opening applications, having more things running. So with your operating system running as well, it, you'll have more space on there. Third thing, and quite a big thing, I notice you've got like the 320 gigabyte hard drive. That's not very big to start with once you've got your games and stuff on there. What I would do, which is what I said earlier, is I would say to invest in two SSDs. Now... The first SSD, um, depending on what Windows you've got, obviously if you've got Windows 7 or Windows 8 now, you're going to be moving to 10 anyway, so it won't make no difference. But if you're, if you're Windows 7 and you wasn't going to move to 10, uh, it wouldn't be such a thing with the SSD for Windows. But if you have got Windows 7 or Windows 10 or Windows 8, sorry, not Windows 7, Windows 10 or Windows 8, then I would get an SSD purely for your Windows because with the Windows being on the SSD, it will start up, the boot time will be so much faster, you know, I think my boot time's four seconds or something. It's absolutely super duper. It turns on. That's without fast boot on or anything. It just flashes, press the button, and it's on. Yeah, now, that's good. Another thing which I tell people, which it's personal preference really, which I like to do because I'm like a perfectionist. I like everything clean and tidy. I like cables perfectly run. I like it to look all nice and neat. And basically what I would do, have one SSD with Windows on it, one SSD with Steam on it, so that your Steam library is just on that SSD. So if you ever need to do anything with the computer, you can unplug your Steam drive. You can wipe your Windows on your SSD. You can reinstall it so it's all fresh. Get your Windows all nice and clean again. Plug in your second hard drive. 
there you go put up your icon you've got your steam running again all your games are still saved without none of the backup or anything like that it's all on there so the way it sits so far is ssd windows ssd with steam and then you just keep your hard drive for all your other crap like all your photo library and all your little programs you run in the background that's the way i would do that so overall for your computer i would get a graphics card first depending on what graphics card you what sort of money you've got to spend i would get another ram stick and then i would get the ssds and to be honest that computer would still be a good computer it, it's, it's not a bad computer at all you know the reason why you're only playing indie titles and you're getting really really poor settings is because you're using your amd cpu at the moment you're using one part of it to take up the graphics you know and it's putting everything under strain so yeah get a dedicated graphics card that's your first choice that will bring you up to date you don't even need anything else that's the first thing you need to get your graphics really really up there playing games at 1080 but the other things i said is extras but what i would do but yeah so that's what i think about that your zalman's at 11 plus case that is actually a really really good case i i bought my case to start with for about 30 pounds i know it's about 60 pounds now my one is totally modified i don't think i've ever seen one like that i got a second one for really cheap so the window on the left side that you've got I've actually flipped upside down and turned round and I've put it on the other side. So I've got window each side. My whole case is white with carbon fiber sides. Um, it's fully, my system's fully water cooled. So through the door, you can see all the water cooling pipes in pink. Yeah, really, really good case. If you're into modding or you want to get into modding, that case, everything comes apart on it. You can rip that case to pieces, do whatever you want and uh, put it back together. I'll, I can put some pictures up on Steam and on Twitter. Like I was going to say in a little while, um, with my Instagram stuff, you can also follow us on there. Yeah, so that's my answer for that question. Anything you want to say about it, Jez? Nah, man, you're you're like the perfect IT guy for that Sorry question. Sorry if I'm uh, rambling on. When you start talking about computers to me, um, if, I was on one to, if I was building a computer for you, the way I'd do it is, if someone comes to me and said, oh, I want this computer for blah, 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 I'm not your normal guy that goes, oh, I can build your computer for this much. I'm your guy that will sit down and I will probably do your head in. You know, after a, a week or three days, you'd just be like, oh, I can't be bothered. This guy's doing me nothing because I will talk about everything, ins and outs of everything. And I really, really would get to the bottom of what computer you need, what you want and what's the right price for you. You know, yeah, I just keep rambling on and on and on. So if anyone's got any questions about computers, just let us know and we can ramble on about it. But yeah, that's taken us uh, off of the questions. That was the last questions we had for this week. If you would like to send some questions in, we really, really do like the questions and we really try and get in depth with whatever questions you have. Feel free to send as many as you want in. If there's too many questions, we'll just take them on to the next week. Yeah, if you've got any questions, please send them in to extremepcuk at gmail.com. You can also send them through ExtremePCUK on Twitter and, Inst and Instagram, all the same name. Or you can even go on Steam, add us as a friend, or go into our group and do it through there. Um, we're more than more than grateful to answer questions. We really love them. And yeah, thank you for your, all your questions this week. We really appreciate it. Nextly, on to iTunes. We really, really do love it when you give us iTunes reviews because they obviously boost our ratings, get us up the top, get more people involved, get us to have a bigger community and get us to do more feedback for you guys out there. And I'd like to say thank you again because Callum with the questions has also given us a review. So we're really, really appreciative of that. And uh, yeah, from Callum from Kent. And you titled us Awesome UK Podcast, which makes us happy. And yep. you said, yep, yep, yep. And he said it's uh, quite refreshing to have a bunch of regular guys just having a chat about the best hobby in the world, which is PC gaming. And you just about hit the nail on the head with that. 
yeah, I also do it as a business. I have a website, I have a group, and we all get gaming together. But the whole thing at the end of the day is about our whole sense of community and us all getting on together and helping each other out. You know, I do it as a hobby as well as a job. I got into the whole area because I love playing computer games. And we sort of evolved from there, didn't we, Jez? We sort of, Jez went down the route of getting into his servers and his sort of own group. I went down the route of building computers with my knowledge, getting a website up, getting my own business running. And I do all sorts of upgrades and bits and pieces. Just look on my website, extremepcuk.co.uk, and you'll see it all there. Um, have a look around. Follow us on the Instagram. See what we do. I put pictures on there every week of uh, what I'm up to. I haven't really done much this week because I've been so, so busy. But yeah, if you if, if any of you can, feel free to give us some iTunes reviews. It really, really helps us out and also gives us some good feedback to us that people are out there enjoying us. It's good to see. That is... That is, it seriously is. You guys don't realise how cool it is. Like today when we got that message, Nick was like, oh, look what we got in, look what we got in iTunes, someone to give us a review. And it's like, oh, it's so cool, man. It's so yeah, cool well, the someone truth is, finally The truth of it something. is, we are just normal guys. Some weeks we have four of us, some weeks it's just me and Jez. And, but we make sure that we're here every week to talk about whatever we've been doing that week. Sometimes it will be a lot, sometimes it might not be a lot. But at the end of the day, we're always going to be on here and we're always going to be here for the community to try and get events going and games going. Like I said, we've been pretty busy this time, but we will be doing a lot more in the future. Yeah, so, yeah, thank you for the reviews and stuff. Anything else you want to talk about today, Jez? No, not really, no. That's, that's pretty it. much it for I mean, this week, then, is it? Wrapped everything up. Yeah, it's amazing that how much stuff we got out of this week. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for all your comments, everything we've got this week. Please leave us some iTunes reviews. We'll be live again next week around 9. I always say around 9 because obviously we're quite busy, so we try and get as much in before the show as we can, try and get all on the same page. Yeah, and also we will have uh, community people on as guests. So if there's any games you really are into and you want to get into our um, podcast with us, you know, give us a message on Steam, follow us in our group, get your friends following us in our group. You know, get into some games of us and we'll go from there. We're all open to uh, new things. But yeah, thanks again, everybody, for listening. And uh, that's the end of today's podcast. We'll uh, both be in uh, playing games on on Twitch in a minute. And uh, I don't know what game I'm playing yet. What are you playing, Jess? Um, I'm hoping we can play some TDD. Hmm. Well, we'll see. I'm not promising <laughs> anything. <laughs> we will get back oh, into that. But yeah, guys, away. thanks for listening. <laughs> and uh, thanks for being there. We've had a great time. Yeah, thank you guys. We'll see you next week. And um, we'll see you later. Streams will be up in about 10 minutes, so uh, see us on there if you're still on. Cheers. Bye-bye. Extreme PC UK. <laughs>